You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today, we're asking the question, are you doing whatever it takes to succeed in your business? So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast, where we talk about everything from personal, professional, to spiritual development so that you can grow your business, which means reaching more people and having a bigger impact. Today, I'm filming here with our crew in Sedona, Arizona, our Satellite Sedona crew. And we actually have one of those, uh, what do we call those episodes, where a user calls in, if you will, to ask a question. And this is a fantastic question that I'm so happy that we get to talk about around this idea of the hustle culture and nature of entrepreneurship versus this newer thing, this thing we've been talking about for four or five years now about doing less. And where do you find a balance, a blend? Are they contradictory in nature? Is one true and one false? You're going to hear my answer today on this episode. So, Let's get into uh, Carla's question right now. When starting a business, I've heard a duality of doing whatever it takes to get to the point where you've built that momentum and you have like all of your groundwork done and laid. And I've also heard to do less is to do more and to give yourself breaks so that you can recharge and to be able to do more. And I'm in a place where I'm trying to take breaks, but I also want to make sure that I'm building that groundwork to get that momentum going and make sure that commitment is kept to myself. So I would like to know where to find that balance between whatever it takes and doing less is allowing me to do more. That's my question is, is where do you find the balance between whatever it takes and doing less is doing more? Carla, thank you so much for the question. And really, truly, what a fantastic uh, question it was, because I think it'll allow for a lot of unfolding on the distinctions here. Because if you're asking that question, I know a lot of our listeners are as well. And I want to offer, I think, a very different perspective, because I think people, maybe I'm hearing that from you as well, Carla, that this is, do I do less or do I do more? And I want to look at it from this perspective. The people that are asking that question are asking that question because they want to be successful. Well, what does it mean to be successful? Success is as simply as doing what you said you were going to do, creating what you said you were going to create, experiencing and accomplishing what you said you were going to experience or accomplish. That's it. That's what success is. Success is not a certain amount of money. Success isn't a certain level of your business. No, it's just saying, I want this, and then you go out and do it. And so people are constantly looking for the way for them to be successful, right? So is the way to work harder? or is the way to work less, right? And that's where I feel like the question comes for most people. And here's the biggest thing I wanna say, which is what I've been attempting to say in multiple ways at different times for the last four or five years, is that there is no direct correlation with effort and your success. In other words, it's not proportional. In other words, it's not if I do more work, 
and more effort, then that will make more success. And we know that to be true because each and every one of you know at least one person. You can think of at least one person in your life that is working their tail off. They're working so hard. They're putting it in 14 hours and they got nothing to show for it. And unfortunately, most of my listeners know this by now, that busyness is very seductive. It's like Odysseus and the Sirens. That to-do list, that work is always calling your name, is it not? And so one of the first principles I talk about inside business by design is understanding the distinction of the 5% rule. It's the Pareto principle on steroids. If you look at what you want, we have to start with that. What you want is something that you don't have now. That's why you want it. Contrast creates clarity. You're like, I don't have this thing and I'd like it, but I don't yet. And one of a very sobering, humble truths is that we can say the reason I don't have it is because I haven't been it. I haven't done what it takes. I haven't let go what no longer serves me in order to make that thing I want a natural manifestation and byproduct in my life. So you'll have to do something you've never done. You'll have to be something you've never done. And you'll have to let go of something that maybe you've never let go of before. And so when we look in the terms of business, the 5% is this idea that out of all the activities and things that you're putting on your to-do list, all the things that there is to do, about 5% of those activities are directly responsible for 95% of the results that you want. Pareto on steroids, right? So what I invite all of my students to do as they work through our programs is to live in the 5%, be the 5%, because that to-do list, I mean, I was talking about this on one of my lives recently, if you've been hanging out with us on Instagram with our 12 days of abundance, I have a to-do list app. Todoist is the name of the app. And I have had 40, 50 items on that to-do list for the whole year that I've never gotten to. And most people, it's the booby prize, by the way, to think that the goal is to finish the to-do list. Nay. The goal is to get the inbox down to zero. Nay. There is no reward or benefit in that other than, you know, a little pat on your back, which that's great. Because the reality is, is you'll never get it done. There's always more. There is no shortage of things to do in a business. What you have to be able to master is the ability to prioritize. And prioritizing is, is going, what is going to move the needle? What is the most important thing? What is the one thing if I did this one thing today and this is the only thing I did would have the biggest impact to my goals? Because it's getting your goal that's going to have you say so you're successful. Because remember what I said, success is doing what you said you were going to do. And so I want to use this metaphor of uh, football. Okay. You don't need to know football, like football, or follow football to get this metaphor. But let's say you're starting with the pigskin at the one yard line. And in football, the goal is you got to get it to the end zone. So we got 99 yards to go in your business. That will be success, okay? So the touchdown, the end zone is the metaphor for the thing that you want, the money, the launch, whatever. But right now you're at the one yard line. And that's what a lot of people say. They say things like, I'm just getting started. I'm starting from scratch. I'm starting from zero. We all start there. But when that you know starting pistol cracks off, people start changing the progress of where they're at very quickly. Some people stay at the one yard line. Some people massively move down the line. Some go at this pace, that pace, whatever, right? And so we all start at the same one yard line, okay? But most people stay. And here's why they stay. If you were to write down every item, activity, project, everything on a to-do list piece of paper or this little to-doist app, 
I'd like you to consider that there's two variables that we have to look at with each item that you put down. Number one is the amount of time and energy, which James calls energon cubes. An energon cube is an amount of time and energy. Some things take more time, but are really fun. So they don't drain your energy as much. And some things take a little bit of time, but are like, oh my goodness, right? So an energon cube is a unit of time and energy that you give to something. So every one of these tasks and items on your to-do list take a certain amount of energon cubes from you. That's the first thing. The second thing is they all, if you can just stay with this metaphor for me, offer a certain unit or measurement of moving the ball down the field. Some items that you're working on are moving the ball down the field about a millimeter. And that's why people say, I've been working so hard and so long for who knows how long it's been and I feel like I'm not making any progress. Now you know why. You're working on actions, activities, projects, to-do list items that don't move the ball very far. That's a big piece of it. Yes, part of it is that the brain does not want to acknowledge and recognize the change that you're making, the progress that is happening in your life, but a part of it too is you're working on nonsense stuff. I call it nonsense because it doesn't move the ball down the field. So what are some examples of activities, to-do list items that you have been focusing on that are not moving the ball very far? You know, I always use these same examples, so I become a broken record, but like, I gotta perfect my about me page. I gotta get my logo made. It's like, I gotta clear my inbox. It's like, it's always like those just funny examples you see in movies where someone's getting ready to like write a book or start something and like, okay. Like Michael Scott does this in the office. It's like, first I'll make breakfast. Ah, yeah, that'll work out. Okay, then I'll work out. It's like all these things that give you the illusion that you're being productive, because you are being productive, sure, but is it moving the ball down the field? And that's why I said busyness is so seductive because it's distracting you from the 5%. Now, why the heck would it distract you from the 5%? Here's why. The 5% activities all exist outside your comfort zone. That's why you don't have the thing that you want to have is because you'll have to do things you've never done, which exist outside your comfort zone. They're unfamiliar. They're scary. They're confronting. You risk it all. And I'm not talking about, you know, sitting on your biscuit, not wanting to risk it. I'm not talking about money, finances, whatever. I'm talking about your ego. I'm talking about your self-importance. I'm talking about how you look, the opinions and judgments that others will have of you. That's the type of risk that awaits you. But all of the 5% activities, which is a very small amount of activities, exists outside your comfort zone. And as long as you operate from fear, then you will always see the 95% of other things that are calling your name, like Odysseus being summoned by the sirens into death. And it is certain death and doom that awaits you and your business. Very morbid. If you continue to be seduced by these activities that barely move the ball down the field. Now, James, what are those 5%? Well, you know, I can share what mine are. I can share what a lot of my students are, but I, it's not about giving that specific answer. It is about recognizing and understanding that there will always be more than enough to-do items to keep you busy and not actually move the ball down the field. But the more your day, your week, your month, your quarter, your year, your life becomes about focusing or rather, as I like to say, living in the 5%, the faster you're going to move the ball down the field. And some of these things that are 5% activities are not things that take a lot of time. 
I'll give you an example one in just a moment. So hold on, I'll, I'll feed you. They don't take a lot of time and then they massively move the ball down the field. One example would be like doing a launch. Let's say you're going to create a webinar to sell your product. Creating that webinar and hosting that webinar, you know, two things, even if you just host it to like 10 people, creating that webinar is a massive thing that moves you down the field. Massive. But spending a month figuring out if you should use Kajabi or WordPress or something and that the month you spend like deciding that and then finally making the decision and then you feeling like it's a huge thing of progress moves the ball maybe a millimeter if it really moves the ball at all. And you get the experience and feeling in your body of busyness. Oh, I got so much done today. But then when we actually look at it, the ball didn't move at all. And this is why you have people getting burnt out because they're working so much and they have so little to show for it. Ladies and gentlemen, live in the 5% in your business. Now, what does this have to do with Carla's question now that I spent this whole time explaining it? Awesome. She said, I feel like there's a duality between doing whatever it takes and doing less. Here's how it's not a duality. Doing whatever it takes means doing the things that scare you that are in the 5%. And realizing that a lot of those activities have nothing to do with effort and energon cubes. Going on a live and saying, here's what I've got, here's how it'll help, and here's how much it costs, here's how to pay me, and here's how we can get started, could take 10 minutes of your life and make you $10,000. And it's something that scares people so they won't do whatever it takes. So it isn't about do more, do longer, work harder, 15-hour days. I'd like you to consider even the whole philosophy about business by design and what we've said about mind your business and you don't have to work hard and hustle to be successful is that the things that are going to make you the most money are not about working harder, but doing the things that scare you more, putting yourself out there to risk it more, not sitting on your biscuit. And yes, James is going to be a massive advocate for doing less. And unfortunately, there's a good contingent of people out there listening that are naturally not action takers or maybe lazy or going to interpret this as saying, well, James just said, close your eyes and visualize money coming in your bank account. No, 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 no. Let me be very, very clear. You want a result because this is about results. That is a result you've never had before. You will have to do something you've never done before. Action is always a prerequisite for results. And those actions is not about the person who is the most successful took the most actions. Nay, nay, it's about the person that took the biggest, scariest, most uncomfortable action. Yes, there is a direct correlation with how often you're willing to live outside your comfort zone to the degree of success you experience in your life. That's why I say you want to make more money in the next 12 months, put more offers in front of more people. That's a 5% activity. That's a thing that scares people, asking for money right? But you're going to have to do that if you're in business for yourself. You're just going to have to. So do less. Do less because if you're still equating your worth to work, we got a big problem. Here's what happens. Here's the train of thought. I want more money secretly, and I'm not telling anybody I don't deserve that money, right? So I want something I don't have. Contrast creates clarity. I desire more. I currently don't have more. But then deep down at a core belief I've had since a young age, I don't feel deserving of it. Then each of us have our own, when we have those illusionary mirage core beliefs, we then create a success strategy to compensate. 
So here's a question for you. What is the default strategy you use to compensate for a lack of your own worth and deservedness? Guess what entrepreneurs do? Hustle. Surprise. There's your surprise M. Night Shyamalan ending. Entrepreneurs hustle so much because they operate from the illusion or mirage that they aren't deserving or worthy of what they want. And if they work harder, then they will be deserving of it. But it's like saying, I see a mirage of an oasis in the distance. So if I run faster towards it, I'll get there to the mirage. But it's a mirage. So you're just running you're just going and going and going, or in your case, working and working and working. And your goal is that maybe if I work enough and make enough, then I'll somehow feel different about myself inside. That's never going to happen because the illusion is, is that you never were not deserving. And that's a beautiful thing that the very fact that you had the desire means that you're not only already deserving of it, but it's already possible for you. So how much of the work you're putting out there is to try to convince yourself that you'll be deserving of it? If I put in 14-hour days, if I sacrifice enough, if I show people, that's a lot of it is a show. I've been there, been there, done that. I want to show people how hard I'm working. I want to show people how much pain I'm in, how much I'm sacrificing everything else, and then they will give me the permission to have what I truly desire. You work hard for one reason and one reason only. I want to be very clear about this. You don't work hard so you can be deserving of what you want because you already are. You work hard because your customers deserve your best stuff. There is no duality to this. I see Carla. It's as simple as put a hundred percent of your heart into your 5% activities, delegate, outsource and delete everything else and you'll be doing just fine. Great question, great conversation. Hey, let's have more of those questions coming in. When you go to the URL, www.jameswedmore.com forward slash QA, as in question answer, you have an opportunity to be featured on the podcast and get any question you want answered. And we probably send you something really nice in the mail. And then you're gonna be heard by like a gajillion people for eternity. Your episode will echo on into eternity and help a lot of other people. jameswilmer.com forward slash QA to get featured and get your Q&A answered and create a great episode together. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Do me a favor, go on to the Instagrams and send me a little DM and share your thoughts on Carla's question and what resonated most with you in this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.